Hello, everybody. Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone. And today I am joined by your Defy Women's Champion, Player One, Vert Vixen. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, actually. I am doing absolutely fantastic today. I'm about to hit the gym, so you know it's a good day. (laughs) It is. I don't, it's probably hotter for you than it is here, but for me, it's like scorching outside right now. It's about 85, which I'm not used to. It's probably hotter where you are in Texas. I'm dead. 85 is not scorching. It's like a hundred and oh, what is it right now? <laughs> oh my god! What is it at this moment? I think it's a hundred and two. Oh no, hundred and one. I was off by oh a degree. God. See, for me, I'm from the northeast. Anything above eighty to me is scorching. I'm I dead. could never. I would literally be dead if I was in a hundred degree weather. But it is yeah. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I want to congratulate you on all the recent success you've had, especially over the last year. I feel like you've really put your foot on the gas and have just kind of gone up five levels, you know, pun intended. Part of that elevation can definitely be attributed to your journey as Defy Women's Champion, which began last October. You became the first ever Defy Women's Champion. And coincidentally, I believe this might have been also your first ever singles title period. Uh, Actually, technically, no technically okay no um i mean technically technically my first ever was my schools <laughs> technically speaking um and then uh elevate pro before that technically speaking but elevate's not really running right now i haven't seen them run since i got the title so <laughs> but like when it comes to like big championships Yes, it's my first singles. Yeah, so can you kind of describe the moment and the emotion surrounding this kind of, I feel like it's a big milestone in your career and Defy history as well. It it, it really is. Um, It was something that I definitely was not expecting to happen in the sense of uh, I was in there with Liza Hall, who not only has more years of experience than I do, but was more well-traveled at the time, is an exceptional wrestler, is very well technically trained. Uh, I was something that I just was not (laughs) expecting or ready for or prepared for. Um, And the fact that I had the honor uh, to become Defy's inaugural women's champion, it meant the world to me like the absolute world that now I get to represent this incredible company that has done so many incredible things that has really made their name uh, you know as an independent wrestling promotion here in the states and now outside of the states as well so I'm just man (laughs) grateful is the best word I can describe for it because it's like it's one of those things where becoming the defy women's champion really did change my career uh for the better and it's something that um yeah, I will always be thankful for, like, no matter what. It's a moment in time that I will always remember. Yeah, and you know, you've carried that. You've successfully defended it a few times. And I know you traveled to Japan earlier this year, but I wanted to talk about your most recent trip where you successfully defended your Defy title against TJPW's Hikari Noah. I know that match and moment meant a lot to you personally and professionally. So can you kind of tell us about some of the main takeaways and the emotions that you felt during that experience? Yeah, um... So Japan has always held a really special place in my heart. Uh, When I was a kid, my dad would go almost every year. Uh, He worked for Toshiba at the time. Um, I lost my dad in 2017 to cancer, sadly. Um, But uh, 
he would always he would always tell us like he wanted to take us over there. He wanted us to experience it. And then at the same time too, I had been training in Taekwondo and he wanted me to go do, he wanted me to do freaking jujitsu, like way back in the day, he wanted me to compete. So the fact that, um, I not only got to go to Japan, uh, I not only got to wrestle in Japan, but I got to defend my American title in Japan. Um, you know, it was in my brain, it was I kind of all in honor of my dad and it, meant the world to me that um not only did tjpw believe in me enough to defend that title there but defy believed in me enough to take the title to japan to defend it um so yeah it's just like i don't know it's just it's a lot of emotion a lot of like a moment in time that i will always hold dear to me because you know i gotta represent I got to represent Texas. I got to represent my dad. I got to represent Defy, AKA the Defiance in Seattle um, and really start to make that title a world championship and not just a state's championship. And that's like, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm making history and I'm very honored to be the one to do it. and very grateful to be the one that, you know, Defy believes in to do it. Yeah, and and like you said in your Instagram post, there was a lot of significance tied to your dad, but you'd also said it's become like a second home to you yes. now as well, personally and professionally. So I think that that's really cool, and hopefully we get you back in Japan soon. I know you 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 spent you've spent a, a fair amount of time there so far. So what aspects outside of the wrestling scene really stood out to you in regards to the country of Japan? Oh man, it, it, first of all, it's an absolutely beautiful country. Like it's absolutely beautiful. I was uh, when I was out there the first time in April, uh we did a drive to Osaka. So like I got to actually see some of the outside of Tokyo and it's it's so beautiful. The people there are so friendly. Everyone's so open and so welcoming. Um the food is delicious. <laughs> I love that I can get a drink out of any freaking um uh, a vending machine, you yeah. know, on the corner or even food or whatever you want. It's there. Hot drinks, cold drinks, hot food, cold food. It's insane. The fact that the, uh, the, what's it called? All of the convenience stores are open of all hours of the day. And the food is just good enough that you can eat it whenever. Like I would literally wake up in the morning, go walk to the Seven Eleven down the street and then sit out right in front of my hotel and just eat like delicious Japanese cake. You were the second person to tell me because I was talking about this with Nightshade from the UK. She's been to Japan too. She was uh -huh. like, the 7-Elevens have like actual food in them. It's not like just a convenience store. And I'm like, America could never. <laughs> America, no, it's it's very different. Like it it's is. a very different, like um, they're, it's like the food quality there is just, it's not processed. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the best way to put it is I can go into a 7-Eleven or a Lawson's or Family Mart and not get like, and actually get like a meal. It's like, Oh, there's spaghetti here. I don't <laughs> I wish that we had that, you know, and, and we've talked a little bit about your Defy Women's Championship reign, but we also have to talk about your reign as New Texas Pro Women's Champion. Since yes. winning the title from high on in May, you've successfully defended it against the likes of Trisha Dora and Giselle Shaw, two names that are huge in the wrestling scene. You recently defended it against Giselle Shaw at the Texas Indie Showcase. How was that experience working with Giselle? Oh, it was incredible. Uh, Giselle is an absolutely amazing woman. Um, <laughs> fun, crazy in the best way, like uh, the best energy, like the best vibes. Uh, and she's no joke in that ring, though. She is absolutely no joke in that ring. It was um, 
you know, sometimes you have matches that are kind of eye openers to you of like, hey, this is what I need to focus on. And like, this is what I need to do to maintain this championship or to get another championship or travel the world. And I had that moment in the ring with her uh, because she's so snappy. She's so fast. She's so aggressive. And it was just like, oh my God, this is what I need to be. So that match lit a fire under my ass <laughs> in the best way to push myself even further and to become even better in that ring. So uh uh, I'm very grateful for that match with Giselle and um, yeah, I'm very honored to have been able to defend the new Texas pro championship against two incredible women. Yeah. And like we said at the beginning of this, you've really like, I just goes along with player one so well, but you've literally leveled up so much, especially <laughs> in the last year. Like I see your name floating around everywhere. You know, Thank I've you. talked to you for three consecutive years in a row and you're definitely a lot different from just even three years ago from when I first talked to you, you know? So as you kind of continue to build up your resume, I wanted to take a, a quick moment to reflect on your growth. Obviously, you know, you've changed your hair color. You've uh, re revamped your character aspects, but in the first four plus years of your career what do you think are the biggest ways that you've grown or perhaps leveled up both as a person and as a competitor um so a lot of this I mean obviously I've been doing a lot of work on myself in general yes. and a lot of just confidence work and self-love work and because this business really does mentally take a toll on you um it's very stressful uh, it's very draining, um, but it's also so worth it. But at the same time, like, it's so hard to not compare yourself. It's so hard to not like, you know, it's, it's really hard to focus on your own journey in the sense of like, you see what other people are doing and you're like, oh man, I want to be doing that. I want to be doing that. I want to be that good. Oh, she looks so great. Why don't I look like her? And it's really hard sometimes to just come back and be like, no, what you're doing is good. Keep going. Like focus on yourself, focus on what you need to work on, um, so I've done a lot of growing in that aspect. Um, and my confidence has gone up a lot just with that. And then the other aspects, I really have to thank my boyfriend and trainer. Uh, his name was Prince Adam. He now goes by Lil Evil. <laughs> so I like to say he's the uh, artist formerly known as Prince Adam. <laughs> um, but he's really helped me um, not only in the ring, because he and I have really been focusing on my explosiveness and my cardio and making sure that I'm strong and ready to face any competitor out there, but also when it comes to just being a stronger woman. Um, he has a very strong backbone, something that I very much lacked, especially when I first started. I've always been very much of a people pleaser and like really concerned about what other people are thinking about me and like what's going on around me. And he's really helped me, uh, center myself and focus. And he's made me a stronger woman. He's made me a stronger person. Uh, I'm not afraid to defend myself, stand up for myself in or outside the ring. <laughs> so that's really leveled up my confidence. And then just the way he trains me has really leveled up my confidence, you know, physically as well. I feel like I've been leveling up. <laughs> I've gained more XP and I put some more points in my athleticism. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that's great that you can balance somebody off of like personally and professionally, like your energies, it kind of mixes well together. And like, you kind of are going through that journey together as well. To, you always have somebody, you know, in your pocket that understands both sides of it. So I think that that is definitely helping and cultivate, you know, a, a positive environment for you and personally, and in wrestling, you know, you always have at, at the very, I know you have multiple people, but you always at the very least have one person in your corner, which I think is huge. 
especially in today's day and age where it's so saturated. But I'm also curious, kind of with this saturation, with all the success that you've been having, I'm curious to kind of hear a status update on all your other ventures, like streaming, vlogging, your cosplay (laughs) brand. I know you have a a shoot job. So with your career kind of taking off right now, have you considered making like wrestling a full-time gig or are you still kind of keen on balancing with all your other non-wrestling work? Uh, I mean, I love wrestling and the all the ultimate goal for me is to make my living doing yeah. wrestling. That is that is my ultimate goal. Um, as of right now, because I've been focused so much on my training and the gym and my shoot job, I'm a video game producer at Gunfire Games. We just launched Remnant 2. Um, so that was all crazy. But right now I'm trying to find a really good balance between my wrestling career and my video game producing career because I really do love the current job I'm at. And when the time is right, you know, that leap will happen and I'll go to wrestling full time. That time is not right now, <laughs> but you know, we cross our fingers that one day, hopefully soon it'll happen. Um, but when it comes to the, I've been so bad when it comes to the vlogging and the streaming, I, even the cosplay stuff, like I've been talking about making myself some entrance gear and I just like, my brain is so tired when I'm done with work and then I go to the gym and then I go to training and you know, we're training at the ring two to three times a week and I'm in the gym five days a week and then the travel and then, you know, balancing my relationship. My mom's coming to visit this weekend. Like, you know, life balance. I've been having a hard time with all of it. So right now my main focuses are my wrestling career and my shoot job and making sure that they coexist well together, you know? And then obviously my relationships, which is the most important out of everything. So... Yeah, you know, uh, that's just like, you know, that's just three main things. And then you have all like, you're like you said, your your cosplay brand, I know you were working on for a while, you know, Mm -hmm. and then trying to think of other like little details within the stuff that you're already doing just adds a whole other layer of things. But I know, like you said, you like to intertwine the gaming world with your wrestling character and presentation. You've done a lot of video game and pop culture inspired wrestling looks. Um, Maybe this kind of answers my question because I was going to ask, can you tell me more? Actually, no, we'll, we won't talk about the future right now. Can you tell okay. me more about the insole, the inspiration behind your favorite look ring gear of all time? Oh, oh man. Um, all of my ring gear has been based off of video game consoles as of right now. I did Samus. I did like a Samus cosplay one in the past. Way long ago, I did a Cami cosplay one. We're talking like way long ago that one exists somewhere um but um my favorite one as of right now is my nintendo switch gear only because it's not only my latest but like i really love the split red and blue like i think it's a really like badass vibe um i do have another set that hopefully will be made before revolver because it's a tournament it may involve a video game that is a tournament so (laughs) I'm very excited about that one. I'm hoping that it can be done before, but we'll see. Um, And that one may become my new favorite because it will actually be a cosplay set. So we shall see. But as of right now, it's the Switch gear. Um, And then second to that is my Xbox gear because that one just like, I've been very fortunate to wrestle with that one in some amazing places and, um, uh, you know, Rampage and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, 
And that one, honestly, I love the colors. I think it looks badass on me. So. Yeah, no, I I personally will. I love your whole look overall. It's just it's just amazing to see how much you've like, like I said, I've interviewed you every year since 2020. And every year, like you've just revamped your look or like leveled up and elevated it. I, I was going to ask, did you kind of have any vision for your next cosplay? But you kind of already answered that earlier that you're kind of still in the stages. I totally get sometimes your creative mind just like, burns out you know it's great that it's, yeah. you're still able to do that in your shoot job because that's most important than like gear you know you can get new gear anytime you know but so that's kind of a work in progress still you would say then yeah well luckily I have uh, an incredible gear lady uh lucha lady she makes all my gear right now and yeah. she's absolutely fantastic um and I can send her designs and she makes it so luckily I can just like the goal here is to get my design done for this revolver one and then um have have her hopefully make it in time so we're like fingers crossed okay so we look forward to seeing what you pull out you know it is also kind of halloween season you know it's it's spooky season i i'm gonna be really sad if you're not a spooky girl Uh oh sorry (laughs) i mean no i love i mean like i am a spooky i love horror movies if that's what you mean i'm not doing any spooky cosplays anytime soon but i am a no when it comes to no, I am when it comes to that stuff. And Halloween okay. is one of my favorite times of the year, so. Okay, so kind of in that realm, do you have a favorite or memorable just Halloween costume that you've worn when you were younger? I wish I had pictures. Um, I do somewhere. I did Jack Sparrow when I was like 12 or 13. And I, it was like essentially my first cosplay because you know what I mean, like because yeah. I was like a character or whatever. But uh, I did you have stole... like the beard and all of that, like the fake no, beard? No, okay. I did not. Okay. That would have been way cooler. I was too insecure with myself at the time to do that. Fair, I fair. literally stole my dad's like shirt and pants, and I found some random stuff at a Goodwill for the scarves, and I did thick ass black eyeliner. My hair's naturally like real big and curly so I kind of just let it go natural but yeah that one's that one's probably my favorite because the pictures I have of it are absolutely ridiculous <laughs> I hope I can find them somewhere did you do the Jack Sparrow voice too like as you I were trick-or was it like at a party or like a trick-or-treat you it actually was trick or- trick-or-treating yeah it was trick-or-treating oh my I God. trick-or-treated until I like nobody wanted to trick-or-treat with me anymore yeah so I was definitely fair. the big kid on the block trick-or-treating I'm just <laughs> trying to envision you going up to people's doors doing your best Jack Sparrow voice yeah basically right <laughs> the, the run <laughs> I love that you know talking about your character presentation too in the ring what prompted you to incorporate the the glowing sun glasses into your presentation as player one? Oh, um because i really want to start pushing and this is something i'm still evolving and trying to figure out but in my mind player one is more in that cyberpunk world or in the world of like um where video the, the world of video games and the real world meshing is one um i mean ready player one is also actually a <laughs> really good reference to yes. that but so in my mind it's almost like a hud or a headset you know is where my brain goes with that and i want to try to integrate more of that stuff in there um because i am doing my uh gear based off of consoles which also goes on like the line of technology and you know um all that kind of stuff so that was the mindset there was like hey these are really cool it's like a gaming hud you know it's like integrating real life with the video game world so that was the thought process behind it yeah it's it's kind of a mix it's not like full vr but it also has like 
um like actual video game characters some of them really wear like cool glasses like that mm-hmm. too so and i how do they this is maybe a dumb question but how do they glow there's batteries okay Fair yeah enough. it's just a it's acrylic and it's mm-hmm. it's etched it's etched acrylic and then i don't know if you've ever seen um they do it they sell like little like gimmicks um like outside too where it's like if you have if you have clear acrylic and it's etched and then you put a light through the edge of it it will glow like the etching will glow so that's essentially how it's done (laughs) that's cool though do you you just have the one blue pair or how many pairs do you own i i own i mean right now i need to get more because i'm out because i'll sell them too or like at some shows i'll give them away to little kids and all that kind of stuff um Mm. but uh yeah, no, then they're, they're multicolored, so you can, I can change the color on them to match the gear sets. <laughs> okay. I feel like, is this, the, I feel like this should become, like, a permanent, like, merchandise option for you. I, again, I don't know how expensive they are to, to not, buy in bulk. I mean. But I, that's, I feel like that, no, that's a great idea. I think, I think sure. that would be cool. I know Luckily, they did, I, I already do it. They're on my website. If you'd like to buy some, and I sign them. What's your What's your website? You can plug it. It's a it's well it's it's Big Cartel. So it's what is it? Vertvixen dot Big Cartel or something like that. If you just look at Vertvixen Big Cartel, it'll come up. That's awesome. You know, I feel like you know it's it's blending two of your favorite worlds together. But you know, I'm curious in the world of video games, if you could bring any character or creature to life, who or what do you think would make the best tag team partner in the ring? I'm at war from Darksiders. That's always going to be my answer, by the way. That'll never change. Darksiders is my favorite game of all time next to Zelda. Fucking Orcarina of Time. Um, But, like, the first Darksiders was basically adult Zelda, and I fell in love with the art style. I fell in love with the characters. Uh, War is fucking all business, no play. And that's that's why one is a tag team partner also he's like seven feet tall and giant so okay because i yeah. was gonna because i was gonna say i'm not one who's really familiar with it i'm sure there's other people who aren't but i was curious to know more about your reasoning behind darksiders but if he's like seven feet tall then yeah there you yeah, go yeah they're also the four horsemen of the apocalypse so like you yeah. can't just yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. you know bring about the end of the world a tag team partner is <laughs> Do you know what your tag team name would be? I do not. It would probably just be the Darksiders or some BS like that. I, I would say the Four Horsemen, but that's been done <laughs> like yes. by way better people than me. Ric Flair. So like, what's the point? <laughs> I'd be like, sorry, War, we can't do that. Legends have already taken that name. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's a fair point. Two more questions for you. You know, we've talked a lot about your growth, um, but I also wanted to quickly talk about for a moment, you know, there's a lot of like struggles in going into that growth too. And like you said, we talked about confidence before you've also evolved yourself, but what else besides confidence would you say has been the biggest challenge that you have faced so far and how did you kind of approach it in your career? Um, since I've already talked about some like mental health stuff, uh, I'll go with the physical. And I've okay. talked about this before. I have PCOS and hypothyroidism. Um, and both of those, if you guys know anything about them, are anti-staying in shape, anti, um, like your, your hormones are all out of whack. Your body wants to retain fat. Like it's, it's, it's a constant struggle. And if you're not consistently working out, it can mess with your insulin levels, which then can lead to diabetes. Like there's a lot of layers to um, both of those and they, they work together fantastically. <laughs> Sarcasm. Um, 
So that's been my biggest challenge in the sense of transforming my body. When I first joined wrestling, I was so depressed. I only weighed 125 pounds, um, very thin, which it, in wrestling, it's not that great. You're fine. Hi, baby. Um, so within wrestling, it's uh, when you're thin like that, you're taking all those bumps and all those impacts, like it can really take even more of a toll on your body. So I am now 161 pounds. <laughs> you know, there's muscle and fat in there, but I've definitely been able to put on more muscle, um, work my butt off to maintain myself in shape when the PCOS and hypothyroidism have really kind of worked against that. So um, that's been one of the other big challenges for me is just you know, trying to eat right, which I won't lie, I'm not super great at. <laughs> I try. Um, but really making sure I'm consistent in the gym, getting enough protein, and then consistent within my in-ring training as well. Yeah, combining all of that stuff, you know, is definitely got to be a challenge. But, you know, you're still here. You're still conquering it. You still, you Go seem ahead. to still have that passion for the oh, gym yeah. and keeping up with your training, which also intertwines with wrestling, of course. And to kind of close out on a on a positive note, you know, we do is what's called a watch list feature here. So over the last four years of your career, is there a particular match that you feel really proud of? Or if it's not just one, just a few that you feel really proud of your performance and why? Um, so uh, I would have to say one of them would be me versus Billy Starks at Defy. It happened recently, yes. a couple months back. Um, and her and I really just pushed each other and went 100% all out, did everything we could. Uh, it, it's a match that I'm definitely very proud of. And I think that, um, I don't know, there's sometimes like, there, there's some people that you go against and you're just like, oh, I just want, I just want to go against you all the time. <laughs> like, let's just have matches all the time. And that was Billy for me. Like, there's just a, a click, you know, and, and, and we weren't afraid to each give it our all. And it was definitely a uh, fair competition. You know what I mean? And it felt great. Um, another one would be, um, I mean, me versus Hikari at TJPW and then also me versus Rika at TJPW. And because both of those women uh, wrestled so differently um, and yet they, once again, they really pushed me and I was able to try new things and do new things with them. And there's nothing like being in the ring with a freaking Joshi, man. They are the best, incredible, fearless, uh, incredibly strong and fast and just a constant challenge. So those would have to be the three. And then there's one I did versus Rina Yamashita that I was really proud of, but like, I don't know where the footage is. It was with Spark Joshi Pro Wrestling, but I haven't seen the footage at all. So I'm hoping oh. that I'm going to bother them because I really want that match because that one was just an all out war, <laughs> like just war. And I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully it is because I mean, you two are two big names right now going on. You know, I feel like you, especially like I said in the last year, you've definitely popped up a lot more on, well, I follow you anyways, but your name has definitely been brought up a lot more on my timeline. And I am so glad because you've put in the work, you've revamped yourself, but you also embrace yourself and your work. And I'm so, I'm glad to see you getting more opportunities because you've worked your butt off. You've carved this identity for yourself that I feel like a lot of people love or can relate to you know and it's something that you're genuinely passionate about which definitely shows through but before we let you go can you please share where the people can find you online yes 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 um i am on twitter 
at Vert Vixen, Instagram at Vert Vixen. Facebook is facebook.com slash Alicia Cosplay. But if you search Vert Vixen, it will come up. Um, my Twitch is still up. I really should stream. I keep saying <laughs> one of these days you gotta take care of yourself first girl yeah 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 um and then tiktok is at vert vixen so everything is just at vert vixen like i said i got a big cartel all the things so yeah check me out nice and easy vert vixen thank you so much it's been an honor to uh chat with you again and catch up you have done so much and i hope you know that so many people are proud of you and and keep leveling up sis we're rooting for you thank you ella you too i really appreciate you